everyone and welcome to another series of Leaders Connect podcast. I am so delighted that you have joined us today. I am Essie Daniel, a child of God, a wife and a mother. And in the professional arena, I'm a certified speaker and an executive coach with the Maxwell Leadership here in the United States. We focus on personal growth and leadership development in our podcast and i am so glad that you're here with us today if you're returning and this is not your first time we're so glad that you came back today we're going to talk about emotional strength and you may be wondering what is this emotional strength join me and let's talk about it what is emotional strength Emotional strength is the ability to respond in an open and vulnerable way in the face of intense emotional experience where every thought, word, and behavior is based off according to your values, not the situation or the person. I'll read that again. What is emotional strength? It is the ability to respond in an open and vulnerable way in the, in the face of intense emotional experience where every thought, word, and behavior is based off according to your values and not the situation or the person. It took me a few minutes there to think about the best definition I could think of and I looked up several definitions, but I did want it to state this last part, um, where every thought, word, and behavior is based off according to your values and not the situation or the person. I really wanted that line there. And that's how we came up with that definition. Because a lot of times we tend to role play based on who we are with. We are nice to nice people, very nice to very nice people, and not so nice or so kind with people that are not kind to us. In other words, what that means is that we should not have a set of rules for our friends and another set of rules for those that are not kind to us or even strangers because how you do one thing is how you do everything and so you want to be the kind of a person uh, that is that is the same person whether you are on the spotlight or when you are alone treat strangers how you treat your best friend and my dear listener This is not about the stranger. It is not about the friend. It is not about the the unkind person. It is about you. It's about what you value. It's about sameness. Being the same person in public and behind closed doors. These are things or other values when mastered they give you peace of mind they give you joy they prolong your life because you don't have to stress over things 
that no matter what is sent your way, what kind of a person you meet, a nice person or an unkind person, you are the same at all times. And that's how we came up with that definition that uh, of emotional strength, that it is the ability to respond in an open and vulnerable way in the face uh, uh, sorry, it's, it's the ability to respond in an open and vulnerable way in the face of intense emotional experience where every thought, word, and behavior are based off according to your values, your highest values, and not the situation or the person. So whether the situation is favoring you or not, whether the person is nice or a stranger or unkind, you respond based off your highest values, regardless of who it is that you're conversing with or what situation that you're in. I thought that was one thing that I would share with us today. Because many times we tend to to be one person and when we are under pressure or when we are not ourselves, we tend to be reluctant. But if we could be the same person, regardless of whether you've just woken up or you've just had the worst day of your life, you are the same person and it's possible, it's doable. Uh, Later on, we're going to talk about an interesting topic called reacting uh, versus responding, or I should put it the other way, responding versus reacting. And so we'll talk more about that. So why is emotional strength important? Mental strength or emotional strength helps us manage our thoughts. It gives us peace of mind. We are constant. It it regulates our emotions and we behave in a constant way, which gives us stability, credibility, and, and much more. Because people know that when they come to you, you're the same old Mary, you're the same old John, you're the same old Essie. You're not going to role play. You're not going to be kind and nice because you're in a certain situation or you're with a specific person. You're the same old person. And we do these things not for other people, not for show, but we do these things for ourselves. And what that means is that we'll be able to able to focus your effort and energy on the things that matter the most. There are times I've asked myself, will this situation or this person be in my life or will they matter after a few hours? Or will the situation, and I'm not I'm not referring to if a person matters. Let me let me clear that. We value people. We are people of value that value people. So people matter. People matter. And we treat them with utmost respect 
and love because they are valuable not only to us but also in the eyes of God. But what I'm referring to in this particular scenario is, for example, I find myself in a situation where I meet a very difficult person and I have done all I can and the situation is not favoring or working out. So the question I ask myself is, where will this relationship with this person that I've met for only one time, where will this relationship be? A few hours from now? A few months from now? A few years from now? Maybe there are people that are just having a very difficult day and at this time they are not in a, in a, in a space of receiving. And so no matter what I say, no matter what I do, it is not making a difference. And so the best thing to do in such a situation is to bless them and be cordial, be kind. Remember you're doing this for yourself, not for the other person. And then remove yourself from the situation until next time if you're going to meet with this person again. But either way, you've done your best. You are constant. You are the same person. You've treated them the same way you would treat a friend or you would treat a loved one. So, so you ask yourself, where will I, where is this situation? Is this situation going to matter? Or is this relationship going to matter a few hours from now? A few weeks from now, a few months from now. Because there are people that you meet for just a day, others for just an hour, others for just a season. And no matter how long you're with these people, you want to leave footprints in their lives. Whether they are receptive of, of what's going on or what you're saying or not, you have to be kind and nice to them. Remember, this is for ourselves. So, the relationship won't won't uh, last or won't. It's not a, la- a lasting one. Then you can let that situation and that relationship go, knowing that you've done the best you can. Now, let's talk about emotional weaknesses. If you find yourself in a situation like the one I've just mentioned, the there, there are several ways people respond. There are people who shut down completely and they don't say anything. They might even just walk out or storm out. And this actually leaves the person feeling weaker and exposed because everyone can tell what's going on in the inside of them. So it's not a strength emotion. It's not an emotional strength. How about um, people that rehearse and relive that moment over and over again? Yeah, you've heard of the phrase living in someone's head rent free. It does you no good. How about talking to someone who is not part of the problem or part of the solution? And we could call this gossip. It does you no good and the listener no good because they are not part of the problem or part of the solution. It also disconnects a good relationship, a friendship, 
and it creates discord. It affects your health and it could affect the other person's health as well if they are not emotionally strong and stable and it could lead to other health complications not limited to depression. All right. Then there is the issue of reacting versus responding. When you react to a situation, you give away your power. We have been given free will by God to choose our reactions, to choose what we want and which way we want to go. But when we do not respond when we do not take time to reflect sometimes even to remove ourselves from the situation of an actor and you look at the situation as a neutral party or or as audience as an as as part of the audience it's hard to see both sides of the situation and when you react reactions when you react instead of responding you find yourself in a in a in a situation where you are regretting you're wishing you could have done this and that it could lead to to offense and unforgiveness broken relationships and burned bridges and it gives away your joy in other words what reacting means is you're giving back to the person what you're seeing if they are nice you're nice to them if they are unkind you're not so kind to them if they are mean you're not feeling obligated to be nice to them we copy what we copy and paste what we see and that's not a good place to be that is reacting so that is a weakness an emotional weakness it's not something that you want to engage in especially as a leader you do not want to give away your power you want to hold on to your power you want to use the power of choice and make good choices ask yourself what are my options and i'll talk about this later on so how can we develop emotional strength see emotional strength is not just the feelings that we are experiencing at that moment but it's also what we do with ourselves after the incident all right and one of the things that i know for sure is we want to we want to focus on yourself you cannot control other people you got to realize that all the power lies within you focus on yourself The problem is not out there. The problem is within you. The control and the power is in you. That person might have done the best they could do on um they could have reacted or responded the best that they know how based on where they are in life and their experiences in the past. And their truth is not or could not be your truth. You could be on the same page as far as truths are concerned but no your truth and their truth is completely different so one uh three things or maybe a few more a few more than three or four that i want to talk about is we want to be less discouraged by setbacks you see success and failure are constant partners in life 
You cannot have one and not have the other. Look at failures as lessons, lessons that make us better. And it is okay to be sad for 24 hours if you must. A loss is a loss. But harvest the lessons and keep on going and growing. So, if you want to be emotionally strong, there are some things that you want to learn and just agree that you're going to do differently. And I've just stated the first one. Be less discouraged by setbacks because success and failure are constant partners. You not see one and not see the other. So learn to accept failure because the greatest lessons that you've ever learned were learned during the valley moments. Not the mountaintop experiences, but the valley moments. Those are the failing moments. But we learned and we succeeded because we harvested the lessons from the failure or the fail situation. All right, number two, be more adaptable to change. You see, my friend, change is inevitable. It's part of life. Embrace it. It's okay to feel sad when changes take place in an organization, in a church, in a family. It's okay to feel sad. But realize that change is part of life. And that's why we celebrate birthdays. Because that means there's growth. And with growth comes changes. It comes with also room to to fill the gap between where we are and where we need to be. And then the third thing is when things don't go our way, focus on finding out your options and pick the next big or the next best move. Okay, you had it all figured out. You knew exactly what you needed to do. When things don't go well, don't give up. No. If you give up all the work that you had done prior to that moment, it goes to waste. So you cannot give up. There's that quote that is so popular. Winners never quit and quitters never win. And so you cannot quit. In other words, when things don't go your way, focus on finding out what your options are and list them down and then eliminate what are not good options for that particular move and jump on the next best move. In other words, don't react, respond. Responding means making a list of your options. Ask yourself, what are my options? List them down and then take the best move as fast as you can. One of the things I've come to realize is for us to be emotionally strong, there are things that we've got to do and do them often. And these are four things, very important. One, it all begins with reflecting. We've got to reflect 
spend time in and, and search your heart and find out what's going on in your heart. What are things that, what are areas in your heart that you've closed in? Imagine a room, a big house that has different rooms. What are, and, and, and in this big, big house, you're supposed to visit every one of those rooms and open the windows and dust the room and air the room and all that. What are some rooms that you don't visit? You've locked them and even maybe misplaced the keys or lost the keys because you don't want the memories that are in those rooms. I want you to take a paper and a pen and think of the areas in your life, memories that you have in your heart that you have chosen not to revisit because those are areas that need to heal. Those are people that you need to forgive. Those are areas that you need to address. And we ought to forgive. And the way we would do this is number one. We would one, uh, first, first of all, list all those people and the situations, whatever they are. List them down, every single one of them. And then call every one of those people and just release them apologize just apologize even if you didn't do anything wrong or send them a letter and just apologize and make peace with them number two release that person that has offended you release them number two permanently give up the right to hold the offense against them whatever it is that they did or said give up give it up completely and then purpose in your heart to never publicly or privately speak against them and then bless them and pray for them my friend you may need to do that several times you may need to repeat this process several times if you keep on thinking about them but give up the urge to replay or rehearse that scene in your life you may need to even talk to a friend if you need be need need to but forgiveness is something that we do for ourselves not for the other person no anytime you do not forgive a person they hold you back anytime you hear their name something in you gets stirred and not in a good way forgive them release them set them free let them go so that they can release you to experience a full life and enjoy it. So I think forgiveness should be the very first thing that we do to be emotionally strong. And then the other thing, uh, okay, we, we started with reflecting and then we went into forgiving, forgiveness, and then make a habit of journaling. Just write down your thoughts, write down your prayers. And then if you're still struggling with this situation and it's beyond you, it is okay to consult with a therapist. It is totally fine. Remember, you always want to talk to the right person, the person that has the key. And we've prayed about this, but we also need to realize that there's a time, there are things that we God can do for us and there are things that we do for ourselves. For example, going to seek help. 
from a professional uh, from a therapist okay so don't overlook that by so doing you'll be releasing the things that have been holding you back and from there you can start building your emotional strength i want to share a story with you daniel and i some time back found ourselves in a situation where one of our staff uh, uh, where where we almost let go of of um, part of our crew and we had discussed this particular situation or um, matter with uh, with our staff at least three different times and it was also in the employee hiring packet we had all our bases covered and this one evening we received a phone call saying the same error had occurred again and we had addressed it four times my first reaction was that's it we have to let the crew go but then you said something that i have never forgotten it has stuck in my with me all this time he said you never fire the dishwasher when you have a sink full of dishes and he followed up with the statement saying that um that's based this that has based this message that we're discussing today that firing the crew would be reacting and right now we need to respond not to react i looked at the guy i could not say a word because he was right and i knew with every fiber and thought in my in me that he was right i looked at the man and i nodded my head and said you're right and so there are two kinds of reacting there are two kinds of 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 responding or giving an answer you can react or you can respond if your life is in is in danger your body re- reacts for you your brain does that part for you you don't even need to think about it if there's a danger you will run faster than you've ever run in your life if there's a dog chasing you if you burn your finger you will move your hand even without realizing how quick you did if something was if you are cooking and something was to splatter close to the eye your eyelid closes your body reacts and it does it so quickly your brain does that for you you don't even need to think about it but then there's this other reacting that's absolutely not necessary and what is required in such a situation is a response your brain does not know the difference and friends it's very important to be fully present in a conversation be fully present don't react respond being in tune with your emotions is important it is important to know when you need to detach yourself from a situation because you dearly love yourself it's not even for the other person it's because you dearly love yourself now if we would have fired the crew guess who would have been working daniel and i would have worked why because we fired the the crew and that would have 
interfered with our peace of mind. So you want peace, you want love, and you want health in your life. And knowing what you want in the beginning helps you identify what you don't want when you see it. So for example, when someone says something unkind to you, in many occurrences, it has nothing to do with you. It's a projection of what's going on in their life. It's an overflow of what's going on within them. You need to be sure in such a situation, you're not giving away your self-love and peace to this situation. You can choose to remove yourself from that situation and ask to be excused. Or you can address it with peace, right? So it's very, very important to not react but respond so allowing yourself to participate in a conversation that it's not that is bringing out the worst of you is not something that you want to engage in you want to engage in a situation or rather in a conversation that is not that is not interfering with your peace of mind And allowing a situation, such a situation or conversation to carry on only leads to back and forth and and nothing good comes comes out of it, yeah? So make a choice. Look at your options. Don't Don't react. Instead, respond. That is also what we call responding versus reacting so one of the lessons that our son Isaac has taught me is that it's easier to walk away when your emotional tank is halfway or when you can tell your emotional tank is leaking than to wait until it's all the way to zero try to fill it up and then come back and have a conversation. Isaac, who is 16, actually 15, he says, and he he taught me this powerful lesson, that when your emotional tank goes down to zero, or you can sense it's heading down to zero, 50% and still going on down, walk away from the situation. Kindly excuse yourself, put a pause, and let the situation calm down and refill your emotional tank and then you can come back and hit the resume button when both of you are fresh and in a, and in a place where you can have a cordial conversation. So back to where we started, emotional strength. It's very, very important for us to be emotionally strong. And what we defined emotional strength as, it is the ability to respond in an open and vulnerable way in the face of intense emotional experience where every thought, word, and behavior is based off according to your highest values or your values. Let's just call them values and not the situation or the person. Because this is for you. It makes you better. It serves you better. It heals you. 
It gives you peace of mind. It gives you good results. You're predictable that no matter what comes your way, you're a person of integrity. You demonstrate rich and great values, right? So um, I hope this has been helpful and I would love to hear what you think of this topic. We live in a world, especially the last two years plus, they have been tough years with the COVID-19 pandemic hitting the world. And there's a lot of negativity that has happened due to fear and the pain and the suffering that the pandemic came with. But we still have a choice. We still have a choice. And I want to know what, what are you doing? How are you growing? How are you going past the pandemic and all the pain and the loss that came about with that season? Are you reacting or are you responding? If you were reacting, what are you going to do to start responding and building yourself where you respond? based off your highest values or rather based off your values thank you so much for your time i truly appreciate you i wish you an amazing day you are great and i thank god that our paths crossed until next time god bless you essie daniel here bye-bye